This week on Things That Matter, I sit down with my incredible friend, Alex. We met in the music program at Western Wyoming Community College, and not only did we laugh our way through those two years, we built a strong bond that helps us help each other to this day. In this episode, we give a message of hope to those of you battling mental illness and give tips and tricks on how to get out of a funk. Biggest takeaway, you are in control of your life. So sit back and get ready to be uplifted. It's Alex Arambell. I'm Shayla, and you have reached a bonus segment of the Vinyl Podcast. Welcome to Things That Matter. Welcome, people that matter, to another episode of Things That Matter. I am so flipping excited to talk to you guys today, and I'm so flipping excited, especially for the guests that I have on today. The guest that I have on today is one of literally the best people that I know. Alex, hello. Thank you for joining me. Um, Alex is one of my best friends in this whole universe, and that's just the fact. Well, thank you, Shayla. Thanks for having me on the show today. <laughs> oh, my god! I'm gosh. so excited. Literally any time, any flipping time. Dude, it's been so long since we've talked, and I just miss you. How are you? I am doing great. Um, had a slump for a while, but I'm back. I'm back. You're back. You're back and better than ever. When I started the second job, definitely took me down. Oh, what's your second job? Um, printing, like it's screen printing, okay. but we like, so it's like a form of making t-shirts, like doing mm. designs and stuff. Cool. That's sweet. But when I started that, yeah, my schedule got so off track. And you were like, oh man. Oh, my balance sucked. Like I like, <laughs> I lost everything, my diet, my workout habits. I was like, oh man, I gotta get, gotta get back. <laughs> that's okay though, because that's just how life is. You know, that's just how it is. Okay. Oh, yeah. Alex, tell the people how we met and became friends and became so close. So there I am, the old hundred year old guy <laughs> at Western Wyoming Community College. There I am. And I I was like, you know, I tried all these different programs. So I just decided finally I was like, you know, my dream is music. So decided to just go into music. And when I went to the for the music program in Western, um <laughs> What was there? I think there's like 11 of us, uh, like 11 of us at first. Oh, I, think. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then you were the, weren't you the only girl? I was the only girl, which is crazy yeah. because I feel like it's totally the opposite typically in music programs. Yeah. It was the weirdest thing is I'm like, I went down for the first class ever and there's only one girl. I'm like, uh, <laughs> am I in the, I was confused. And yeah, but Shayla was a trooper. She stuck through it, but that is how we met the music program and the memories we made the are memes. hilarious. That's a whole nother podcast, though. Odom Churd. That's my favorite Odom memory Churd. that we have. <laughs> By the way, if you're wondering, that's a diminished chord. We just couldn't read our friend's handwriting. Should we just tell that story right now? Let's just tell that oh, story. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Once upon a time, Alex and I were studying for <laughs> music theory. <laughs> and we were in a pinch because we'd got down there to class probably like what 10 15 minutes early yeah something like that so we get down there it's our classes are like in the basement and we're like getting ready for class and somebody was like hey did you guys do this part and we we're like what are you talking about like this part of the homework <laughs> no we didn't do this part of the homework Hey, we did the other three pages though we did the other three pages but we forgot this part this one part and we were like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> we got to fly through this. Well, so we and with Matt, 
the thing with Matt really quick, I'm going to chime in is okay, do it. if you don't do the whole assignment, it's automatically like uh, he just doesn't get as long if you don't try something at least like it's just a zero like so you yeah. can do literally all of it but if you have one thing not filled out you just was like oh okay zero yeah so matt was our matt was our professor and that's kind of how he was um awesome so, professor though yeah so dope and so anyways <laughs> we were like cruising through it and one of our friends this sounds like we're cheaters we're not cheaters but we were just like okay dude what we couldn't find the answer to this question and we were like hey what did you get for this like we just cannot find it and so <laughs> he hands us his paper and we're trying to decipher his writing and we're looking at this question and we look at each other and we're like, Odom Churd? What is that? What so, musical term is he's that? He's supposed to put the kind of like with like temperature, how it says a hundred degrees. And then you have like the degree sign well, for a diminish, fully diminished chord. This is probably gibberish to a lot of you non-music folk, but it's supposed to be like the degree sign, then D-I-M, and then chord. Well, his handwriting was so bad, he just put a big capital O, capital O. It's like Odom. And then he didn't fully close his uh, O on the chord. So it looked like church. So it was like, it looked like a U. It's like Odom church. <laughs> we were like, what is we that? We literally, Shayla and I literally went to the back of the book to the index and we were trying to look up Odom church. <laughs> oh my gosh literally and then after we figured out we finally after like probably like what five minutes of looking or something we we came back Wyatt finally came back yeah we were like dude what is this like we've never heard of this and he was like oh that's supposed to say fully diminished chord and we're like are you kidding me (laughs) and just picture Wyatt for all you folks he's the greatest guy ever but just imagine, like, sometimes he had, like, a really low voice, almost like Patrick. He's just like, oh, that's supposed like Patrick to be. Star, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's supposed to be a fully, fully diminished chord. Oh, my heck. Oh. And we were dead. Literally the whole rest of that class, we were just, like, crying of laughter. Like, are you we, kidding me? Mac kept asking us if we were okay. He's like, what is going on? <laughs> especially when we got to that problem. When we finally got to that uh, question. Shayla and I just we we lost it. We just could not hang. It was so funny. Odom Church. And then Alec. Was... I remember Alec was like worried about us. And then once we told him, he was dying. Because <laughs> yeah. we showed because we had oh, that's what it was. We had the whole class look at Wyatt's answer and yeah, everyone's like, oh my gosh. Yeah, man. The memory I mean, hey, of Odom To be fair, to be fair in music, that could literally be a term. <laughs> just think of just the in weird another language. things we learned uh-huh yeah totally oh man oh. anyways backstory that's just one of the stories and if you weren't entertained yeah. by that then what are you even doing <laughs> yeah kidding. if you don't like that inside joke i'm sorry you can't be a friend <laughs> you can't hang with us <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh shoot well, despite all of the great music stories we could share with you today, we're going to talk about something else. And I've been so pumped to have Alex on because Alex is seriously, you guys, the coolest person, the most empathetic and just the kindest in everything that he does. And it's been so amazing to watch him as a friend from afar, you know, tackle these hard things that he's gone through in his life and just keep rising and grinding and just going at it and just he doesn't quit and he doesn't stop and he doesn't quit trying and he also doesn't quit trying to make people feel their best which is so great so, and so that's I, why i wanted to have him on today if i can chime in on that on the quitting thing <laughs> for you people out there who feel like quitting i'm no i'm just like you like if 
I've felt like quitting so many times, but I've just kept going. Like, if you ever feel like quitting, just know that's so normal. So normal. Totally. But today, so I have Alex on today because I wanted to talk about um, and kind of just spread a message of hope to anybody that's listening that might be kind of having a hard year or maybe has struggled with their mental health um, or feels like they're alone and just kind of share that message that you're not alone and that don't quit. It's okay. Even though it's hard, even though you might want to quit, you know, hang in, hang in, it'll be better. It'll get better. So Alex, you, you ran and you've started this Facebook page that you call real talk. So tell us, tell me a little bit about that. What was the purpose of this, this page and what do you do there? So the whole thing behind that is just like, I can't go into the full backstory because we definitely don't have that kind of time today, but <laughs> yeah, you're good. Just went through some really hard stuff and like really personal stuff. And I just like completely like fell, like I'd say to my lowest point ever for sure. And that was uh, December, 2018. And pretty much just went into like the darkest times I could, I didn't know like pain like that existed. And I just like, fell into a suicidal like I've never been like really suicidal where I'm like oh I'm just gonna you know actually go do it but like I was having those thoughts bad you know I was just like holy crap like there's no point of like me living so just after I finally came out the like this is a really short version version of why I created the page but like after I got out of those super duper dark times I just realized from all the people I talked through during those times and like them seeing me still push through them and stuff and what kind of impact I could have on people I was just like wow I like really want to create a page because even though I wasn't alone like sometimes you just get trapped inside your head and you feel so alone for sure and like just seeing for some reason like this is like the weirdest thing in life sometimes the people closest to you actually you find annoying when you want people to be there for you Mm -hmm. because like you've lived with them but like when you see that quote or that message from a stranger it almost hits you harder because now you really like realize like there's other people going through what you are because like when your family's like oh it's gonna be okay like they're probably right <laughs> like no <laughs> doubt I turned out just fine and but you just in the in that like moment like you're you want to see that someone else is like struggling not because you want anyone to suffer but like then you're like holy crap like in this world of 8 billion people, you're truly not the only one going through it. So the page to me, I just created it. Like I wanted to like kind of, even though a lot, most of the people who've seen it do kind of know me personally, but my goal one day is to have like a page that reaches thousands, possibly millions. That'd be awesome. You know, just shoot for the stars where I'm a complete stranger, but they read it and they're like, well, that's exactly how I'm feeling because I I, I swear your, your closest friends and your closest family, even though you love them to death, sometimes just hearing them say it's not enough for some reason. And that's right. nothing against them. You just, it's too small of a circle. You need to know sometimes that reassurance that out there, especially like, I think some people view me as like, oh, he's doing so great. He has like talent. He has, like he works out. But I think when they see that someone like, you know, big, strong man, whatever, like, like, oh, he's not, like, if he's feeling mentally, like, unstable, then it's, like, it's almost reassuring for people. They're like, hey, yeah. like, and you literally anyone, I don't care how you're built, how you're this, how successful you are money-wise, 
anyone can crumble mentally. It's it's great to see like, okay, this person seems so strong and they've they're struggling. So it's okay, like, you know, to struggle and and then to reach out and to find people to help to help me get through that. One that's like the biggest thing too. Like I've that's like that could be a whole that could be a whole series on its own, like the stereotypical man. Like mm. you should be a man. Don't show your feelings. Like the old school mentality. <laughs> I'm like to hell with that. I need to talk about it. <laughs> Otherwise I'm going to go do something stupid. And you also, something that's so great that you've been doing with that page. And just even like in the talks that we have, like there there's been some days we haven't, ha- we haven't done this in like probably a couple months, but there's been some times that like when Alex and I talk to each other on the phone, we're, we literally just talk for hours, 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 because Alex is so great about sharing the message that you're never alone. So Alex, when someone is feeling alone, how can they realize that they're not? Or how have you realized that when you felt alone that you're not? You know, that's a tough one because I think that's going to be different for everyone. It's such a good question, but like it's so subjective because all of our minds, the biggest thing I've realized from talking to different people, we all perceive life different. Mm -hmm. So like for me, mine was just looking up stories about the people I look up to in the music world like Brent Smith from Shinedown, Anthony Kies from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. They've all been through super dark times. Just for context, Alex is a great drummer, you guys. Literally so dope. And we went to Shinedown together once. Woo! Okay, go ahead. Finish. We were almost front row. It was <laughs> we awesome. We were. It was so sick. I think when I found like their stories of their dark times or like how brutal life can just be like in your head. Because obviously like the world itself, like there's so many beautiful places to visit and all this but inside your head can like become an ugly place. And I think to, for me to realize I like wasn't alone is my friends and family definitely like made me feel like super, so, like the support with there was awesome. And I felt so loved, but like, you know, yet again, like sometimes you need to go beyond that and see like the people you look up to who have made it to like the happy days or happier. Cause you know, even Brent Smith still says he struggles to this day sometimes. And it's just like, when you hear that, it's like, oh, like it truly, life is just crazy because no one even knows, like, sometimes you just get so lost. You're like, what, like, what's the point? Right. Like with the mental health. And then, but then you go do fun things. And in that moment, you're having a blast. But then it's almost like when we get in the dark time, you forget that you had all those fun times and you can be, it can be fun again. And I think to realize you're not alone, you just there's like three big ways to me. Like for me, it was internet, like looking up stories about the celebrities. And I know some people don't like celebrities, so that might not be a good path. Mm-hmm. But like, for me, like I always look up to like the people who made it to the top, like in the music world. Cause I'm like, that's so awesome. Cause it, it's not easy. And then for some people, I think just getting out and meeting new people, that was actually the music one was the first one for me, like reading stories about the, cause that's like when I lay in bed and didn't want to move. But then as I started to get out and like talk to new people and meet new friends, that helps. Like for me, that's easy because I'm an extrovert, but like I still recommend that even the biggest introverts out there to just go out and meet one new person. And if they are super annoying, (laughs) hey, you might have a fun story of like, oh my God, that guy (laughs) drove me nuts. Because I have definitely met people where they're almost like a comedy character because like they relate to nothing and you like talk about something and they're just like, you actually listen to that music. Like that's stupid. Like, you know, just stuff like that. (laughs) 
And honestly, like in the moment, they might drive you a little crazy, but honestly, it builds character because now you just have another funny story. I love that so much. And then, oh, the third way to like, I think the third one to really realize you're not alone is like, there's like all these support groups on the internet now, you know, like you can like literally, they have like those help hotlines and all that. Like just looking at like what the world has around us. Like, is there a lot of evil? Absolutely. But if you start to look at how many people are battling mental health, I think that's what really helped me realize like no one's ever alone. If you now it's Harvey's, you do have to take the first step because they don't know if you're suffering. Taking the first step is huge. And that's hard. Like that part's like a whole nother demon on its own. But Mm -hmm. like just looking around the world to see how many people do care helped me realize like, okay, maybe like it's worth getting to the end because it seems like it's crazy to me how the, this kind of like a side note, but like with the pandemic, you know, they're like, oh, we're in a pandemic and COVID, blah, blah, blah. But they still haven't ever acknowledged that we're in a mental health pandemic with yeah. so many suicides every year. It's like they don't acknowledge the mental health. But then you see how many pages are battling that and saying, let's get more mental health awareness. And that's what really like, I'm like, wow, like you're never alone if you truly dig. And sometimes it, yeah, like you said, the first step is so hard, but take it. You can, you know, you can be strong enough to take it and, and find something or someone to help you because it's out there. Absolutely. So what, Alex, were some way, what are, what are some ways or were some ways that you got through some of those hard times or mm-hmm. really felt like, all right, because of this, I pushed through it. The number one, well, the, I would say first step was hearing. So this is a funny story about Shinedown backstory for me. I didn't even really like them. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they're okay. Like, and this was like younger me, younger me, stupid. Let's just like delete younger me. <laughs> but I was like, oh, they're just like, eh, they're all right. Well, then I went and saw them live and that was awesome. And that was before, like I had like the whole, like not even midlife life crisis, mid twenties crisis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Quarter life crisis. Quarter life. I, I get four crises in my life. <laughs> so um, you had one. Nice. Three more. You can do it. Yep. Quarter, half. 75 cents <laughs> yeah exactly maybe i'll just avoid the dollar one maybe i won't make it to 100 <laughs> alex is like i've had enough crises in my time i'll just be done like i joke about it because i feel like the life is already so morbid that sometimes you just have to make light of situations totally not joke joke about it, but like i definitely like you know i just think making light of things or like kind of having a sense of humor because mm-hmm. if it's always just so serious that just crumbles you like all that pressure and like the weight of, oh, life is so serious. I need to do better. The truth is you can always do better, but some days you just need to have fun and set that aside. I love that. Do you, was there ever days that you just kind of were able to like at your darkest or at your lowest that you were like, all right, today's the day that I'm just going to get away and have fun and just not care. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, so I want to stay true to the question really quick. Like the music, hearing that song, I feel like the best thing you can do when you're in a dark, dark place is music hits so different. Every lyric hits different when you're in that phase of like just wanting to exit the world. And like I heard this song, if anyone wants to check it out, listening to this, Shed Some Light by Shinedown. Phenomenal. It's like such a masterpiece. But when you listen to it, if you're in a good place, it's kind of like, okay, this song's just really sad and still really good, but it just hits so different when you're like having a meltdown. 
I was actually on the way to come visit you on that after that New Year's. Oh, really? Did you listen to that yeah. on the way? <laughs> that was Alex the first time I up. ever heard it. No way. Alex came up to yeah. Logan and visited me and taught me how to snowboard. He was a great teacher. I was just bad at snowboarding. Everyone is at first. Everyone. <laughs> Hearing that song on the way, because like even like driving on the way to you, I was just so like in a bad place. I wasn't going to do anything stupid, but like while driving, I just felt so heavy. I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to make it there. I might pull over, just get a hotel because I'm in such a heavy spot yeah you know and then i just like i heard that song i don't know it just like gave me that little bonus energy and like pretty much i started looking more into the story because he really captured my attention with those lyrics from brent smith and i just like looked at his story and i was like the second biggest this leads into the second biggest thing i saw how for him getting over his drug addiction which i don't have that but like that was his demon mm-hmm. biggest demon is working out like exercise we all hate it no doubt <laughs> like running we all running sucks cardio's <laughs> just the ugh. anyone who does cardio for fun you're crazy good for you but like just getting those endorphins like every time i would wake up like because i literally for like months and months just woke up heavy like super heavy I just forced myself. I'm like, I have to go do something. But every time I worked out, I felt at least 25% better, which was so much weight at the time. Like even getting 5% relief would have been great, but it like gave me 25%. And back to the thing where you're like, did you ever just have days where you're like, I'm just gonna have fun? Well, that made it so I could have fun. Cause like after I worked out, I would go hang out with friends. So I wouldn't be alone. And then I would just find myself like laughing. Like we like my cheeks would hurt. Even though I was still in the dark place, like when I got home and went to try to go to sleep, it was still super heavy. But it was so much easier to cope after exercise. And I've noticed when we get comfortable with ourselves, like lately, I haven't been as down mentally. It's crazy because I haven't been working out as hard. So it's almost like when I was in that dark place, for me, some people, that's the hard thing. Some people do fall into the drugs and the alcohol because it also numbs pain, you know. I feel like neither one of those is actually ever going to be good for you in the long run, mm-hmm. especially if you get addicted to that numbness. Whereas exercise also gives you like a high but so different it's definitely the harder path and there's no doubt it's the harder path because now you know to do a drink you just fill glass take a drink to do drugs all you have to do you have to have the money for it but like you get the drug (laughs) you do it but it only takes a few minutes to set the drug and do it working out and getting like that working on yourself is the higher route and like i can't stress enough if i didn't do that i literally don't know if i would have made it so exercise, music and exercise. And that's what got you through. You were like, all right, I got this. When they say music, music saves exercise. lives, I'm at least one of those stories. <laughs> that's so cool. So what, because you've gone through so much, Alex, and I just look up to you so much for how you handle your situations, even though you probably don't feel like you do, with such grace. And you just take it as it comes and you just say, all right, here's my situation and here's what I'm going to do to you know, try and get out of this funk and keep going and keep pushing. So what's some advice that was either given to you or just something like maybe a quote or just, I don't know, somebody that you talked to that felt like helped you so much in those dark moments that you were able to kind of take and implement? I think the quote of my life so far that sticks in my head, I really, I heard it before the whole thing, like the whole falling out and all that and going to the dark places with like, I, I, you know, it doesn't really mean anything when you're like happy or mm-hmm. in a good place. But when I read it at this, it's actually in Evanston and we just stopped on the way to a concert, me and my cousin, 
Andrew and his friend Nathan, but we went to this little restaurant and I can't remember what it is, but it I went to the bathroom and on the way to the bathroom though, there was this little sign that just said, I might slaughter this. So oh, I apologize. <laughs> but it's like it's it's not waiting for the it's not about waiting for the storm to pass. It's about learning to dance in the rain. I don't know, just kind of like made me smile because I was like, you know what? I am just gonna dance in the rain because I have no other option. It's either this is like this is heavy stuff. This might be too philosophical, but like you can either, you can either like waste your life away. You're wasting away. Like you're just existing or you can actually just try to live. I'm like, you know, I'm like, I might as well just try to live, like make the most of your situation. Cause like the storm is never going to really pass. Might like be sunny for a few days. And then next thing you know, Oh, this went wrong or this goes wrong. So it's like, I, I, I feel like you just have to eventually just not care. Like, you have to like you care about the situation, but like you just you can't. I hear some people like, oh my god, this happened to me, and this always goes wrong. And I'm like, then change it. Like step away, get away mm-hmm. from that person. Like there's toxic everywhere, but like sometimes to help the toxic people not become toxic is just step away from them. Give them no, don't even give them like just ghost them. Like eventually they'll realize they're the problem. And if they don't, that's not your problem. You know, like eventually you can do everything you want for someone you could like literally feed like feed them get them dressed you could do everything <laughs> and they st- they still won't appreciate you and like that's kind of goss subject but that's like with the whole storm thing is because a storm can totally be a person in your life eventually you you have all control of your life like truly the only way the only way someone can take life from you is like murdering you or something crazy like that's but those are the extremes and like that's just the dark side of life but like if they're not doing that you have just step away just leave step away get rid of the toxic slash negative energy and just dance in the rain folks and if you are either your storm this is another piece of advice if you're the storm like you're your own problem which is a lot of like my problems was i I was my own problem obviously you can't step away from yourself and that's where i think suicide becomes so real is like you feel well, I'm such a burden. I'm such a problem. Like, and you're getting so trapped in your head. If you're the storm, that's when you need to like lean on friends the most. There is nothing more true than you are your own worst critic. Like me with my drumming, I'm just like, God, I have so much to work on. I have to get better at this. Like I got to start nailing this more. And then everyone else who watches me will be like, Oh my gosh, you're so good. Like that was so sick. And like, is it to them? Probably. Cause they can't do it. So it's a whole different viewpoint. To me, I don't think it's a bad thing because I'm not like actually hard on myself. Like, like, oh, I'm completely useless. Like, I know I'm a great drummer in senses because I play like what the song needs. But I will totally analyze and be like, okay, but Chad Smith, who's like my favorite drummer from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, he does this and he can do all of this style and he's so fluent. That's, to me, it's like, if you're not going to keep striving to get better, at least a little better, what is the point? So what would you say to someone right now who feels like they're losing their battle or just, you know, really struggling with their mental health right now? That it's going to be okay. The most cliche statement of all time, but only, but I'd like to add to that. Only if you make it okay. I think what we forget to add in life is like, yeah, it's going to be okay. But like these people who remain in their situation for 10 years, and 10 years later, they realize they're the exact same. And that kind of plays back to like, you should always strive to become better somewhat, even if it's like 0.0001% better. Okay, I can start doing this more often. Like good habits. 
And I think it will always be okay, but only if you fight for it. That sounds so like harsh, like saying it's not going to get okay if you don't, which it might. Like some people, like they just come out of it, even if they don't try to make a change. Because we all, yeah, again, that's where individuality comes in. Like everyone's brain ticks different. But I feel like you have to take steps. Like even if it's like the smallest step in your entire life, literally do half of a push-up. Don't even do a full push-up. Like, and that's like, that's like one example because exercise isn't everything. But okay, maybe I haven't been folding my clothes, like stupid little things. And then fold half your clothes, a quarter of your clothes, just like small steps, like, because it's still always improvements, improvement. I don't care what anyone says. The exercise side of things, seriously, like the rock, we're not all going to be the rock, but you don't have to be the rock. Like no one's going to be him, but him. But still, if you still, and like, say it's even over the course of three months and now you can do one pull up and you can never do a pull up before, that's still awesome. That's still improvement in 90 days. Yeah, it's not 50 or 100 like the pro rock climbers and the insane dudes, but I think that's where Instagram and like those are so toxic is we see the best. We always see the best, but not the truth is not everyone can be the best because some of it even comes down to genetics at that point and like natural talent. But I still believe you can still be your best version of you. I think the best, like, let's be real. Like there's people like Chris Hemsworth, like that everyone's always like, oh my gosh, he's so in shape. Like he always looks good, blah, blah, blah. Cool. I'm never going to be Chris Hemsworth. And that's just reality. I'm not gonna be one of those people who goes crazy and gets plastic surgery to look like him because you're Mm -hmm. still not his personality. You still haven't walked every step he has. So the best version of you is the most important thing. Alex. To wrap up the episodes, we play a game yes. called High Low Cheer. So <laughs> I want your high low cheer to be your high of the week or month, whatever you feel, your low of the week or the month. And then your cheer is somebody that you're cheering for or that you're grateful for. Okay. So low, I would say probably, I think it was about two weeks ago, just did I was just like skipping out on life. Like didn't go to the gym, called off a few band practices. Like just, I didn't make excuses. I just told them like, I'm like, I told them I was in a mental place, you know, but I was just kind of like avoiding life. Like I was just not there mentally. I bounced right back up. Cause like, like I said, I think people need to realize to add to everything. It is so okay to not be okay. And just have chill days, like literally lay in bed all day, just breathe. And then that was definitely my low. The high, when I went on this uh, little tour with my friends from Zam Trip, who, by the way, everyone should check out, and Motherwind, their band from Wisconsin, they're awesome too. We went to this, it just caught me by surprise because I've always kind of thought of Nebraska as like having nothing too, <laughs> like Wyoming. Uh-huh, totally. And I know like Lincoln's a bigger city. So we went to Lincoln, Nebraska. It caught me by surprise. Their mall is amazing that's a weird high to have but i was just like <laughs> this is it was so nice Alex it was so is clean. like i love the mall i've never liked malls and i was like this mall is impressive <laughs> i'm, I'm so skin my true dream. high my true high was probably the Lindsay sterling concert that was awesome was that the coolest ever but it was it felt so cool because it's a long story of how that all happened mm-hmm. i'll tell you sometime but like it's too long for this episode okay but it was so cool to be vip guest listed for Lindsay sterling that is so, so, so sick. That's so cool. I felt like a rock star for two seconds. You were like, that's right, Lindsay Sterling. What's up? She is. Oh, my gosh. 
she is so worth seeing like it's not exactly my cup of tea like i couldn't fully like get goosebumps like shine down and chili peppers give to me live mm-hmm. or like elton john other people because i'm more of a lyric guy totally. she doesn't really have lyrics right but super awesome and then my cheer i have so many though like there's so many people doing good i think a cheer would go out to alec he's doing awesome he's he's been going through a tough time but he is absolutely i think making the most of it good he's that's great to hear. It. super proud of him that's awesome so if that's he listens to this cheer. just remember alec you're you're a badass <laughs> you got this Alex, thank you so much for being on. You are so fantastic. And I just love you so much, my friend. I'm so grateful that I have you in my life and that we're buds. Well, thank you so much for having me. I literally love talking about this stuff. Yeah, you did great. And too. to anyone listening to this, feel free to, full name's Alex Arambel. I don't think we've said that. Alex Arambel, find him on the totally, stage. Oh, also, yeah. if you guys want to check out Alex's um, Facebook page. It's called Real Talk. He runs a great page. So if you need some, if oh. you feel like you're needing some motivation, check it out. Someone to relate to, check it out. It's good stuff. And my band will be releasing music soon. And his band. Hopefully. Shut the front door. We're recording right now. That's so great. The band is called Free Resonance, like Resonations. But yes. Free Resonance. Free Resonance and feel free to like our Facebook page and seriously, thank you so much for having me today. You have all control of your life.